Hi, it's Tay. And I'm Kelly. Welcome to Dear Desert Diaries, where we have conversations about all things mental health and what can impact it. But we feel we need to give you a disclaimer ahead of time that we aren't therapists and by no means giving professional advice, but we are here to share stories and to create a safe space for listeners just like you to not feel alone. So grab your favorite drink, don't let us distract you while you're driving, stay safe in nature or whatever it is that you do while listening to us and we'll be back. So here's the deal with Unfiltered. For all my Seinfeld fans out there, it was inspired by Festivus. Now, Festivus was created by one of the main characters' dad to celebrate around Christmas time as a protest against the commercialized pressures of Christmas because it distracts from the true meaning of the holiday. It was a holiday for the airing of grievances. Anyway, so there's more to it, but I'll let y'all do some research if you're interested in it. But what we're going to do is have our own airing of grievances, and this will happen once, maybe twice a month, called Unfiltered. This is where we're going to ask you to share your pet peeves, and we'll also air out some of ours, because nothing feels better than connecting and laughing over our everyday annoyances. And if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook or any social platform that you saw that we put a questionnaire up asking you to share and you could be filtered in this episode. So make sure you're listening. Okay, let's go ahead. Do you want to start with one of ours first to yes. kick it off? Okay, <laughs> you go first. All right. Mine is people who don't replace the empty toilet paper roll. Or like when they leave just a little bit. So yes. they don't have to replace it. Like, oh, there's still toilet paper there. Yeah, honestly. So I say this is my grievance, but I'm also one of those people that like, oh my gosh <laughs> you know what maybe i just won't take the whole thing and leave it for the next person oh my gosh kelly we're like okay i get social anxiety when i go to somebody else's house and it happens that way and i'm like frantically looking through their cabinets like oh my gosh they don't keep toilet paper in here <laughs> meanwhile they hear you going through the cabinets i know i swear if you invite me over and that happens i will open every cabinet and search for your dang toilet paper <laughs> oh my gosh are you okay so piggybacking off that are you the type of person that has to put the toilet paper up or down Ooh. on top we're on the bottom. <laughs> I feel like it has to be top because otherwise if it's on the bottom then I'm just ripping it off and it's unraveling itself even though I don't want it. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I learned this from when I was a child because I was that kid who unraveled the toilet paper at my mom's friend's house and I <laughs> threw it all in the toilet and clogged their toilet. So she was very embarrassed. So she learned that you put the toilet paper at the bottom so little kids can't take their hands and run it on the top and unravel it because it just spins in a circle. So ever since then, she's put it on the like downwards, you know, mm -hmm. or on the bottom, if you will. And uh, that's how I do it too. And when anyone changes it <clears> – <throat> my husband uh and when he changes it the wrong way it drives me nuts so i have to take it off and flip it back oh over oh my gosh <laughs> that gets that can that conversation can get really heated just letting you know okay all right what's yours my grievance you go to a store usually like costco does this sam's club um i just had one at marshall's where i bought like the cutest clothes for the kids 
but they had a ton of tiny little tags and those little things all over them. I say I bought six outfits. I probably, no joke, had like 20 of those little plastic pieces to take Uh, off before I can put them in the washer. It was so annoying. Yes. Or it's like, so they have the ones that's on the sleeve and sometimes they have one with the tiny little safety pins on it. Yeah, but those ones are cute. I, I'll like. I'll take the safety pins. I'll save the safety Ugh. pins. But oh my gosh! Or the the tiny little plastic pieces that, okay, you have one on the on the shirt. That's fine. So you take that one off, and then you go to separate the shirt and the pants, and they're connected together. Mm. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's another one. Or they take <laughs> it and they connect it to the dang hanger too. Well, like, why? Like, yes. I get you don't want them to take it, but man, making it complicated like here. Bras? Have you ever bought like bras that come on a hanger and it has like the plastic pieces on every oh single? Oh my strap? gosh! Yes. Yeah. Very annoying. Are you one of those that uses scissors to cut the plastic pieces off, or do you just rip them off? Both. So if it's just like <laughs> one thing, like one article of clothing, I rip it off. Or if it's like a delicate one, obviously I will. I'll use scissors, but. Mm. When I buy in bulk, like I just did, I had a haul, a Marshall's haul. <laughs> I, I used scissors. I just sat there because there was so many. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and rip all these tags off. Yeah. I used to – you remember doing that, like the lighter, and then you put it on the little plastic piece and it like it like literally melted away? Uh, I never did that with clothes. <laughs> but I'm sure you're not the only one. <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm going to have to show you a little something, and now you're going to be obsessed. (laughs) I'm a pyro, so. (laughs) Oh, no. Maybe I won't show you. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a good list from a lot of other people, so we'll just start going back and forth and reading these off. And before you do, this list had me cracking up, and some of them feeling quite attacked, but... (laughs) I can totally relate to pretty much all of these. And we are so thankful that you gave us your grievances to air out on this unfiltered episode. Yes. And we will only be using first names because we don't want to put y'all on blast just in case you're talking about someone specific. But here we go. Um, Okay. So our dear friend and listener, Gabby, she said, when people are rude to customer service workers. Mm, Yes. I used to work in a call center. I think I've mentioned it before. And this bugged me so much. Like people just think that they're the only one that I talk to as a call center person. Yeah, I was a server for a little while. And I loved being a server for some of it. But one of the main reasons I don't ever wish to be a server again is because of the way that some people treated you. Now, not everybody was like that, but they treated you like they were entitled, in my experience, I should say. There was one person. It was the weirdest thing. So it was a 4th of July, and it was very busy. A lot of people were coming in, having their drinks, having a good old time with their friends. I'm all for that. Until I give the card and the receipt, and they accuse me of taking their card And I'm frantic looking all over the restaurant for it. I think I accidentally dropped it. And they were calling me all sorts of names under the sun. And so they got the manager involved. And then you you could tell he was just like getting all embarrassed. And then he started berating me. And I noticed they put the card. I watched them do it. They didn't know I watched them. But they put the card on the ground like they slid it under their booth and stuck their foot on it. And I watched them do this. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. Um, is that 
happened to be the card you just put under your foot. And like, oh, crap, you caught me. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. But I'm wow. like, not everyone was like that, obviously. But yeah, that was that was interesting. Definitely another reason I will not do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I only lasted three months as a server. So that's a different story for a different time. <laughs> oh, Lord. Can't wait to get into that one. <laughs> so the next one we have from Maria. Uh, broken phone screens that people don't get repaired. Okay, I have to be honest. So when I was younger, I thought that was kind of like a look. Oh my god! so gosh. when mine finally broke, I got extra attention for having a cracked phone screen. What? I don't know. People are like, oh, do you know your phone is cracked? I'm like, yes, obviously I know it's cracked because it's the entire screen, but it somehow opened conversation and then I got attention, so I thought it was kind of cool. Oh, that's an interesting take on it. I just get scared about the little shards of glass going into my face. <laughs> Listen, I know it probably won't happen, but you never know. Well, we all know Kelly won't have a shattered screen for long. <laughs> okay, I have to ask. You recently transitioned to an iPhone. Did they have glass screens too? Yes. Oh, they did. Okay, so okay. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I mean, at least I'm pretty sure they did. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, if you're listening. <laughs> okay. Well, now that uh, we've also established Kelly is officially an Apple person. Yeah. We did it, people. We did it. And all of you Android people out there, if you're listening to this podcast, you need to uh, get transitioned over to Apple as well. Unless you really care about the cameras, but that's a different topic for a different time. It's yeah, fine. because you know what? Kelly apparently has a case over her camera. Which distorts the quality, so it's user error. Um, that that <laughs> is not um tested to be true. So, listen, I have to give her a hard time because it took us a lot of convincing, <laughs> like my entire family, yeah, trying to convince her, and I'm sure some of her other friends were trying to convince her. I mean, we just you know we got a converter and we finally did, and I feel like she's still kind of like about it <laughs> don't let peer pressure force you to change your life like it did me <laughs> <laughs> hey now <laughs> oh my gosh well on that note okay let's go over to aubrey people that scratch their teeth against the fork when eating so when she told me this i had to think about it and i'm like trying to think of an example i'm like i don't think that bothers me and then i went to go grab a fork i'm like how do i how do i eat off a fork and then i went to do it so then i like oh maybe it's like those people that want to chomp the food off with their teeth versus their lips and i heard the sound and i literally was like ugh. Okay, so Aubrey, you shattered her glass. That's all she's going to hear now when people eat. So yes. thank you for that. And maybe all of our listeners too. Have you tried it though? Do you know? No. Well, next time you uh, are around people eating, just pay attention to it and see if it shatters your glass. Oh gosh, I feel like you already did without me having to. And the way I'm watching you demonstrate it right now. <laughs> all right. This one was probably one of my favorites, and I didn't think about it until Emily said it. People who put bananas in plastic bags in the store. I'm looking at you, Taylor. Yeah. Emily, you came after me on this one. I do. This is the one that I like. genuinely felt attacked because I didn't even <laughs> think about it. 
But I do. I put like all my fruit in the bag. So why not put bananas? And then Kelly made a good point. Why the heck would you put a banana in a bag? You don't eat the peels. So now I'm never going to put bananas in a bag again. Yeah. And you're reducing waste and stuff. I have a rebuttal against that. There's already plastic right there. So it means they've already done what they've done. So if I don't dispose of it correctly, then what if the next person doesn't? But that's one less person. Um, uh, Anyway, so Emily has another one. (laughs) Topic for a different time. Go ahead and uh, you want to read hers off? Okay, Emily, I agree with this one. So wholeheartedly, people who don't use their turn signals. That was one of mine when we were talking about when we first started doing this. I think this was actually like my first or second one I put on here. It drives me nuts, especially like when you're waiting to exit like a, a private drive, like whether it's like a grocery store or like your neighborhood and you're waiting for them to continue straight and you're going to pull out once they're done. But then they end up turning next to you anyway, like nice blinker, dude. You have a blinker for a reason. Uh, honestly, and because of the nature of you and your brother's jobs, he has been nagging at me to install a dash cam in my car, which now I do. I have it. It's plugged in. It runs every single time. But because there's so many people that don't use certain signals or just say, you know, like bad drivers in general <laughs> that are out on the road that a dash cam would save me if I were involved in a claim. But we're not here to talk about work. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working too much. Okay. <laughs> yes, Leave me alone. Honestly. But yes, Emily, ugh, that one, that one gets me. Mm-hmm. I, yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. That's how my kids learned naughty words, you know, <laughs> because of dumb drivers. <laughs> honestly. Uh, speaking of drivers, Beth, her grievance is when people take up more than one parking spot because they have no spatial awareness. Or they do it on purpose. Yes, that's annoying. And it's always when you're like in a packed parking lot and you're like, yes, there's a spot right there. And then you go and the ding dong park too far over so you can't even fit a vehicle in there, let alone like a cart or something. Yeah. I've seen a person that has like a sports car, but isn't like a nice sports car, but it took up two parking spots. Did you really need that extra parking spot? But also piggybacking off of this one, when people have really short cars and then they pull like so far in that you can't tell that they're there. So you go to turn into the parking space yes. and you're like, no. This is what it's like to be deceived by people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not really annoying thing. So if you drive a short car, that's nothing against you. It's just don't pull all the way. I down. definitely have a short car. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, I'm coming at you. <laughs> okay. Nothing about short cars or vehicles on this one here. Alicia said people who don't cover their mouth when they sneeze or cough, mm. especially after COVID. Come on, people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So where were we? Seth and I. Oh, we were at a restaurant and there was a guy sitting behind me and we had already ordered our food and the guy sneezed. Oh, we were at Olive Garden. I remember that. And so finally we got to go out. And so then he just like looks all disgusted. I'm like, what's wrong? He goes, I don't want to tell you. I was like, okay, but now I'm intrigued. What's wrong? He goes, the guy behind you literally just sneezed and he covered his mouth, but with the menu. 
I'm like, that's disgusting. So he covered his mouth with a menu that other people are going to touch because I guarantee you those hostess people aren't cleaning these menus off every time. Yeah. But I guess he kind of covered his mouth. Ah, man. Or like the people (laughs) – it's almost like a a cinematic view where people go to sneeze and the light just hits it and (laughs) – the way to where you can see their spray of the sneeze. I'm gagging over here. That's disgusting. I hope I painted a lovely picture for everyone. Ew, or like when a little bit of it gets on ah, like they okay. sneeze in the wind. No. <laughs> anyway, Alicia also has some grievances with y'all when people constantly make plans and always bail. Girl, I tell you, especially being like a very busy person. And I finally have time to make plans. Please don't cancel them because like this is something that's been in the work for so long. Mm-hmm. I get it when things come up, but if you're doing it on a reg, that's not okay. Yeah, that's very true. On a regular, that would be very annoying. I'm like the opposite where it's <laughs> – I mean, I don't cancel plans constantly, but there are sometimes I would say – rare occasions where I'm like, oh, we have this planned. I kind of hope they decide that they don't want to do anything right now. Okay, that I can relate to. I'm like, okay, you cancel it. It's fine this time. Like you said, like, or I guess like Alicia said, when it's constant, yeah, that's that's an issue. But there are some times like, no, I'd rather just go lay in my bed. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this next one gets to me too. (laughs) From Kim. When someone pushes an elevator or crosswalk button and it's already been pushed and pushes it again, like it's going to make it change faster. (laughs) Um, I mean, I get when kids do it, but adults, come on now. Hi, it me. (laughs) Kelly. Listen, sometimes just like I got to make sure I pushed it. I don't want it to skip me. Don't want it to skip yeah, you. You never know with technology these days, you know? I guess the next time, if we're ever with Kim and we're at a crosswalk or an elevator, be forewarned, Kelly's going to push that button a lot. Yeah. But especially now that we know this. Exactly. So. <laughs> this one was attacking me directly. Kim also said when people don't buy lottery tickets and the jackpot is in the billions, I have never bought a lottery ticket. And she keeps bugging me to just buy one. And I was talking to my mom earlier today, and she was talking about how much she's invested in lottery tickets. And ever since she's been in America, she's bought lottery tickets. And I think the most that she probably won from it is like a hundred bucks. Well, listen, if she wasn't playing, she wouldn't win anyway. So at least she's trying. I'm going to be honest with you. I also don't do this either. Have you ever gotten a lottery (laughs) ticket? I have. And the only time I've ever gotten a lottery ticket besides when Seth did it was actually at work when people like, oh, you put in like 20 bucks and we'll do this and we'll separate it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah. And that's I think that's only happened like twice. Mm. Yeah. Like Kim was telling me that I can go to machines. I don't have to choose my numbers and whatnot. I'm like, that already sounds like too much work. <laughs> I don't want to. Do yeah. I, I'm like, well, why would my numbers in my head work better than the auto-generated that's probably going to be picked over mine anyway? Yeah, exactly. 
Have you played Scratchers though? Yes. Okay. That's so easy that's, enough. But those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never won anything, but yes, those are fun. I feel like in general, you just get instant gratification from scratching yes. things off. <laughs> I always, when I was younger, I used to scratch the entire thing <laughs> just because I'm like, I want to see all the answers. <laughs> same, same. Okay. Well, life easier. It can get easier if you won the lottery. However, <laughs> not in this case. So Henry shared... People that don't pull through an open parking spot to make their lives easier, and instead, now they have to back out if someone parks in front of them. I mean, I guess for me, it depends. Depends, like, where my location's at, because if I have a tree right there and it's shaded, I'm not pulling through to the next one because it's sunny and hot here in Arizona. Yeah. So, but other than that, I almost always pull through. Yeah, I think you're right with the location. Also, the tree thing is very real because I never paid attention to that until I moved here. (laughs) But yeah, I get scared. My fear, though, is I'm going to pull through that parking spot and another person's going to come zooming in wanting the parking spot that I am now taking. (laughs) Yeah, that definitely has happened here. Pretty sure that happened to Seth. Like he pulled partway through one and the guy went to come in and he was like throwing his hands up and whatnot. And Seth's like, I'm already here. What do you want me to do? I'm not backing up. You go. You go away. Go behind me. (laughs) I can't deal with that. (laughs) Anxiety just thinking about it. (laughs) Yes. So Kristen said, one-uppers, I hate when you tell someone something good or bad and they always have it worse or better. 100%. And it sucks because sometimes you just want them to validate you and reassure you or just praise you for being awesome that day and not have to tell you something better and then making you feel inadequate. Yeah. I feel like I struggle with this one a little bit because I don't want to come off as one upping and I also want to empathize. But I think there's a time and place and empathizing doesn't necessarily mean you have to also share your experience. And I think that's the big thing that I had to learn was empathizing with somebody doesn't mean you have to share what you went through. Empathizing is just validating the other person's feelings and saying that you understand. Yes, absolutely. And just being able to offer, if they need it, that you relate to them mm-hmm. and how you relate to them, but not going into detail if you know the, if that situation doesn't call for that. Yeah. But yes, I, I'm like, sometimes just I just want you to love me the way I am. Don't tell me things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kristen also said, when you send a text and someone doesn't acknowledge what you said, but sends a text about something else or a picture... Or something else completely disregarding you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm like starting to laugh already because I am that person that does that. Wow. I am the worst texter in the world. I'm sure other people might disagree because maybe they're the worst. But I'm telling you right now, (laughs) if you are busy and especially if you have kids and you're working, what happens is you read it and if it's something that involves like an actual response, a thought out response, you want to respond to them in that manner. And you say, you know what, I'll just do it later. But you've already had it read. And so you forget about it. And it goes into the back of your mind. And then three days later, you text them back or you end up texting them a picture or something completely opposite and realize at the end of sending it, at least for me, I always say, I am so sorry I didn't answer you earlier. Um, we're going to the zoo today. Um, I'm the worst texter. Like, I'll, I'll try and throw it in there. But yes, I, I'm that person. I'm sorry, Kristen. <laughs> I don't know. I want to have a balance by not answering every single text. 
I don't know. I kind of want to be able to like separate myself, which I feel like I am just with certain people. I'm like, oh, no, I, I want to respond to them for sure. But like some of the stuff, there's just like so much communication going on that I'm like, okay, I read you. I will answer it later. And I definitely forget 110%. And then I will text back either a week later or maybe a month later and say, hey, you asked me a question and here's the answer. And I'm really sorry that this is a very delayed response. See, yeah, I agree with you. There are certain people that you communicate with that you pretty much want to respond to on a consistent basis. There's always that joke that goes around like, oh, you never answer your phone, mom. Like, why do you even have a phone? But my mom, like since we've said that, she's gotten so much better at texting I mean, from when texting came out till now, she is a phenomenal texter. But then you have my dad. I love him to pieces, but he has it set when you read it. Mm -hmm. So you know they've read it. And it drives me crazy because sometimes I'll ask him a question and I'll see that he read it. And I'm like, hello. And then he doesn't say anything. I told him that it drives me crazy. And now I think he intentionally does that. <laughs> or like when people just do the ha ha to something that deserved more of a response or just the mm -hmm. thumbs up. I hate the thumbs up. Oh my God. I hate the thumbs Even up. Even at work when thumbs up messages come through, I'm like, oh, I understand it's not anything that deserves a heart reaction, but a thumbs up. <laughs> oh God. I don't know. There's something just like you just completely hurt my feelings by putting a thumbs up. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That thumbs up. I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels that way because I'm freaking <clears throat> yes. And there's some people that do not even like the reaction, right? They put the emoji. Like you're even going as far to find the thumbs up emoji mm -hmm. and texting it. No, just <laughs> say something. Come on, give me more love than that. <laughs> Listen, but like iPhone messages, they have the thumbs up reaction. How do you feel about that? Nope. I no, <laughs> I hate the thumbs up. Yeah, I feel like it, the thumbs up is like cool story, bro. Good for you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like very saying I was not expecting to get so heated about that. I know. <laughs> so that's all we have for this first episode of Unfiltered. As always, thank you so much for listening to us. I know we definitely loved and had a lot of fun with all the responses that we got. So don't be shy. We aren't going to put you on blast and call your entire name out. We can even keep you anonymous if you want. But if you liked this and want to share your thoughts, keep in touch on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok under Dear Desert Diaries. Email us at deardesertdiaries at gmail.com or feel free to share via our website at, you guessed it, deardesertdiaries.com. We may just read yours in the next episode of Unfiltered. Until next time, keep your mental health in check, and we'll talk to you on the next episode.